what was so important about your advertisement was that you advertised that people can be working full time and pass this exam. And that was to, and I think in the, in the video, you're like, and you can still have a life. And like, it was those yeah. three things. <laughs> yeah. This was April or May of 2020 after again, my busy season ended in like March. Um, I sat down and I listened to this and I got your program and I went on to pass all three of my exams before December. Welcome to episode 58 of the CPA Exam Experience Podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Lucia. I had a lot of fun doing this interview with her. And, you know, the first segment of her story is very similar to so many of the other interviews we've done on the podcast where she was really struggling with the process, mostly because she was, uh, you know, just assuming that if she was doing it correctly, it had to basically take over her whole life. And so she was trying to study every spare minute that she could. The results just weren't coming together. And then at some point she saw one of our video ads on YouTube. That's usually what most people see first. You know, on these videos we claim, watch this free one hour training. We'll show you how to be done with studying by the time the evening rolls around, even if you're working full time. So you can take the evenings off so you can still have a life and you'll be making more progress faster than someone spending twice the amount of time studying the normal way. Many of our customers have proven that. And so that's how she started with Superfast CPA. And then I won't get into the details. You can just listen to the interview for yourself. She has so many good tips and tricks and strategies to share about things she figured out once she kind of viewed the study process differently. Speaking of the one hour free training, that is where Pretty much all of these success stories that you've heard on the podcast, that's where they started or that's the first thing they watched from Superfast CPA. So if you have not taken the time to do that yet, that is where you'll get a in-depth overview of our study process. You'll be able to see specifically how it's so different from the traditional study approach. Using your current review materials though, you'll just be using them much more effectively. So you can spend less time each day studying be done with your studying by the time the evenings roll around. You can still do some of the things you like to do and uh, feel like you're, you know, kind of have your life back, even though you're progressing through the CPA study process. So to register for one of those trainings, just go to our main site at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. Click on it, go to the registration page, choose a time that works for you, and then do not miss it. It will be that helpful. It's one hour that will literally save you months and months of time and frustration. So with all that being said, let's get into the interview with Lucia. So let's just start with when you started studying for the CPA exams. Like, how did you get started? Did you yep. just buy a review course and start watching video lessons? And then what happened? the typical CPA path, right? I was in my master's program and like I had just mentioned, I was kind of like in the honors portion of that. So surrounded by a really smart group of people and I had Becker through my firm. And so of course, like I did the whole like, hey, let's watch the video and take the notes in the book and then let's go through the multiple choice questions and then let's go to the next lesson and then let's complete, you know, each group. And then at the end, let's do two weeks of review and go back and relearn everything you just spent, let's say one and a half to two months. Like that was usually my range. 
one and a half to two months. Let's review that all in two weeks before the exam. And I'm just like, well, yeah, if this is what everyone's doing, let me also just do this. And of course, that's juggling, you know, being a master's student, working a part time job at school, nothing crazy. I think it's what we all do. And I got back my first score. I took audit and I got a 70. And I was like, I for sure, I came out of that room and I was like, I definitely passed. I got a 100 on the CPA exam. This is so easy. (laughs) I was literally that person. Like, I was like, yeah, I know everything. I mean, the Sims were okay. Like, I was just able to get through it, answer it in a good amount of time. It didn't take the full four hours. And I was just very confident. And like, I guess that's my personality. Like, I'm a very confident person because I put work, you know, like you do the work and you do well. And it's a very like, like a reaction, right? Like you study for a test, you pass. And it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, based on what effort you put in. So I thought I was putting in the effort that I was supposed to, to pass these exams because I was doing it just like everyone else. So I'm like, yeah, just like everyone else, I'm going to pass on the first try and I'm going to get these all done. And I'm going to start working full-time in public accounting. And it was like that very set journey, like, oh, I could do this. Everyone else is doing it. And then I got the 70 and I was like, oh my God, I didn't pass. And the 70 is like, I'm looking back like that, is it's pretty like it's good. It's not like I completely bombed it, but like yeah. I was five points short, even though five points is a lot more than what we think is five points. And I got a 70 and I was like, okay, like my confidence kind of went down a little. I'm like, okay, well, I thought I got a 100 on this exam and I did not. And then I I think my mistake was so this was back in 2018. So that's when I started. That was three, 2018, 19, 20. I started in 2018. I finished in 2020. So that's a three year journey. And I finished at the very end of 2020. And I started at the very beginning of January of 2018. And so I went through all of 2018, making those exact same mistakes because I thought, oh, well, if I just do the same thing again, it'll get me where I need to be. And so I went right ahead into the next exam, BEC, did the same exact thing. I I figured I'm like, let me stick to my program because I already paid for those first two exams to take them before a certain amount of time. And then I'm like, I'll go back to audit after, you know, I'll figure it out. Took BEC, did the same exact thing. I got a 74. And I was just like, oh my God, you have to be kidding me. And like, again, the same confidence. I went into the exam. I prepared a lot, what I thought was a lot, you know, doing everything that all my peers are doing. Felt like I passed that exam. Like, there's no way I didn't pass. And I got a 74. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you have to be kidding me. Now I need to retake these two exams. And then these aren't even the hard ones. I still have to get through FAR and REG. And so I guess I can tell you all of 2018, I took every exam twice. I was able to take every exam twice. I only passed BEC. So I took each exam. So I studied audit. I studied BEC, didn't pass. I think I moved forward with FAR and REG and I took the whole summer because summer I had a light load of classes and work was a lot less. I was just the GA, so it didn't require too, too much work. Study for two months didn't pass either REG or FAR. And I got, and I got, um, I think like a 71 and like a 70 something like in this, again, in the seventies, right? Like I'm doing something right, but not quite enough to get me over the hump of where I need to go. So then I kept talking to people and like, Hey, what, what should I do? You pass on your first try, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, just keep re-reviewing, take it again as quickly as you can do the same thing. Just take it again. You'll get past. And I think my mistake was just jumping right into it without just like taking a second to analyze the approach. Again, I was just stuck in that school mindset of everybody's using Becker. I shouldn't use it. Like there's nothing else to use. Just do it again. And, and I like, 
kick myself because I'm like, if I would have just stopped, looked at everything, tried to figure out, okay, maybe my approach needs to change rather than this jumping again for a second time for each of these exams only to not pass again. Like I would have saved myself time and money, you know, just doing that. And I was just so, so stuck in that mindset. Like I have, this is the only program and that's all I need, you know, like that's all I just figure it out and do it again. All those exams so that I took eight exams that year in 2018, right? Two, four, six, eight. And I only passed BEC with like a 78 on the second try. So obviously I guess it was enough for me to be able to pass that exam, but everything else I kept scoring in the high sixties, low seventies. And I was like, at that point, super demoralized, like mental health was just shot, right? Because it's just, I think a lot of us see, think that there's only one way to do it, right? Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. do this, do this. You'll work full time. You'll be set. And, and that's what I was seeing with all my peers. And it was making me feel like there was something wrong. And I just didn't broaden my horizons or like do any research like, oh, hey, like other people don't pass the first time. Like there are other programs or supplements that you can buy that maybe help fit your study needs better. Right. And I, I just didn't I just didn't think about that because I was just so caught up with how everyone else was doing it. And so, like, that's why I'm like super happy to talk about it, because this is for all the people who feel like they're caught up in this thing and it, that's not the only way that you can pass these exams. And then flash forward to 2019, now I started working full-time, like actually full-time at a public accounting firm and we all know how that is. And so studying before work, after work, it was just so draining and so exhausting and like depressing too, because yeah. it's just like, and I like, I definitely want to, I'll touch on mental health, like, 2018 was such a rough year because it's like it shattered failure shatters your confidence. And it's like, well, do I even want to keep putting myself through this? Right. Because you're not living your life. You're studying for these exams. You're not passing these exams. Now I just wasted a year. And it's just like, it hits you like hard. And like, I think that's another thing that is like super important is mental health, because if you're not in the right mindset, you're not going to pass these exams. It's all about that mental, that strong mental attitude, at least for me, that's, you know, like I started doing a lot of yoga, drinking tea, no caffeine. Like I was getting like super like into it because I was just starting to feel so like anxious and I never had exam anxiety before the CPA. And now I'm going into these exams and I'm putting all this time into and this effort. And I don't know, am I going to pass? Am I not going to, you know, and it's just like the confidence was just being brought down. And then you go to work in public accounting and guess what? Everybody has their exam. I mean, everyone has their license already. So like a lot of people do have their license. And then you're like, you feel left out again. You're just like, Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I haven't passed. Now I have to work full time. Oh, you didn't pass your exams before. I'm like, no, I didn't all those like conversations. And it's just, it's a lot on like a person, like again, mentally. And so 2019, I'm like, okay, I, I worked in, I work in audit and I'm like, let me take the audit exam again for a third time. I'm like, there is no way I'm not going to pass because now I'm getting work experience. I'm studying when I go home. I wake up like two or three hours before work. I study it before work. And then I didn't pass again. And I was just like, that was 2019, the summer of 2019, because I obviously had to take January through February off because we were in like, full out busy season and I was barely sleeping and I'm like, well, there's no time to study. I'm like, let me study in the summer. Didn't pass again. And so now, now at that point, 
that was summer of 2019, I just gave up on the CPA. I said, you know what? This is not for me. I'm not going to keep wasting my time. Now I'm working full time. I want to have a life. I want to enjoy myself. I want to do things on the weekend. I'm working hard all week. So that was the mindset that I was in in 2019. And so I kind of, I took like a gap, right? I just, I had quit. My BEC score was about to expire in, in, uh, I think my BEC score wouldn't expire until the next year, but like, that was the only one I passed. And I'm like, eh, that one was easy. You know, in my opinion, like for me, I'm like, oh yeah, well, whatever. It's not, it's not like I passed far and I'm going to lose that. Right. And so 2019, I took that, I took those six months off. I was living my life. I definitely felt a little bit of guilt and a little bit of uh, pressure, like with work, of course, because like they want you to pass the exam. And I'm like, well, right now I'm just mentally, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And that was the attitude that I have. It wasn't the right attitude to like pass these exams that I needed. Yeah. And so I took the time off, but it was always in the back of my head. And I'm not a person that likes to like quit or, you know, give up on something that's just not. And I think that's a lot of people, right? Like when you put your mind to something, you want to achieve it. You don't want to quit. And that was just like sitting there and sitting there. And of course, new hires were coming in. Interns were coming in. They had passed all their sections. So you're always like being constantly reminded. And of course, with like career outlook, they're always talking to you about that. Hey, where are you with your CPA, whatever. And I'm just like, I'm taking a break. And then 2020 came and then the world like shut down, right? In 2020. Yeah. And I think my my exam, my BEC that was supposed to expire in uh, June of 2020, that's the year and a half, was now pushed to December. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, is this? And then I was like, I was doing my work and I would keep seeing your videos pop up on YouTube because it's like they're <laughs> listening to my brain. I don't know how that works. And it was like super fast. You want to get it super fast, work full time. Super. And like one day I just listened to the advert. Like I clicked, I didn't click skip. I just listened and I'm like, well, we're all stuck at home. There's nothing to be doing. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't have passed it otherwise, but what was so important about your advertisement was that you advertise that people can be working full time and pass this exam. And that was to, and I think in the, in the video, you're like, and you can still have a life. And like, it was those yeah. three things <laughs> yeah. where I was just like, oh my God, you're telling me I can work full time, pass and have a life. And I think that last one was the most important is have a life. Because again, stuck in that college mindset of all you have to do is eat, breathe, sleep, study, study, study. And, and that's what it's being like fed to you. That's what surrounds you. So you think that's what I need to do to study. Again, it's breaking free from that mentality of this is the only way to do it. And so that was super appealing to me because I'm like, well, I can give that a shot if I'm, I don't have to give up like my life. Right. Because you look back and you're like, OK, I just spent a year and a half studying, didn't nothing to show for it. And I gave up on like everything that I want that I could have been doing. Right. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound dramatic, but, you know, you look back and you think, well, is that worth my time and that makes you like regret or whatever and again the mental health and it makes you upset and like depressed and anxious and you're just like what am I doing and so I listened to your full YouTube video which led me to a link to listen to like an hour I think you like oh, talked about hour, hey, yeah the, the hour, hour training like, yeah yes the hour training I signed up for that I was super pumped also not to forget the fact that my parents had been nagging me every day for all those two years, like 2018 and 2019, when are you going to pass? When are you going to pass? When you, and so like, it never left my mind. It was just mm -hmm. a matter of when, when I should go back. And so I listened to the full thing. 
I took a bunch of notes. And one of the other things that you did, which was really great, was you're like, write down somewhere like why you're doing this, right? Like just have a list and write it down. And when you're feeling anything, you go back to that list and you remember, like you re, you know, you think about what it is, why it is that you're doing that. And so this was May or April or May of 2020, after again, my busy season ended in like March. I sat down and I listened to this and I got your program. And I went on to pass all three of my exams before December. Well, at the end, before my score expired in December of 2020. So that's May. So that's six months for those last three exams, two of which were the hardest ones, right? That require the most amount of time. And so I'm so super thankful. And I told everybody about super fast because I, (laughs) because, you know, when I speak up about it at work, other people also, they're like, oh, well, I also haven't passed. Like, they feel comfortable talking about it, too, mm-hmm. because it's not like, hey, it's not just me. It's me and, you know, 15 other people that I didn't know didn't, you know, nobody wants to say anything about it. Right. Again, it, all all mental stuff, right? But, like, you know, a little embarrassing. And then you start talking to people and other people didn't pass. I'm like, oh, my God, well, use super fast. And, again, people didn't know. Everyone gets the Becker or whatever program you get through your through the firm that you might work for. And the super fast was just such a nice, and I I wouldn't even say supplement, like it was like the notes and the audio and just even the study process and just listening to these podcasts and stuff. That was all what pushed me to continue to even restart this journey. And I can tell you with confidence, I wasn't studying every second of every day. I was working, studying, and like going to the gym every day, seeing friends, seeing family. I was still doing all three of those things and passing, which was like mind blowing. Cause I'm like, why didn't I just do that when I had the chance to, t- to do it before I started work? And I'm like, what do you mean you can do all these things and still pass? And it's all about the study process. And that is like what you pitched. And that's what got me to sign up for it because I'm just like, so what do you mean? I've been studying wrong the whole time. And sure enough, I've been studying in a way that didn't help me pass these exams for that year and a half. And I was just like, this is incredible. Like, I wish I wasn't stuck in such a bubble for that time that I was. But hey, I mean, pass now and, you know, happy about it. I don't know if you see, I have my license over here and I have my little thing that says CPA. It's just like, it's super awesome. So I, I was very excited to get on here and to talk about the story and hopefully to connect with a lot of people that, maybe aren't the ones that are passing right away on the first try. Like it's not you. It's just coming up with that different way. And super fast is just literally amazing. I tell everybody serious, <laughs> like it, it saved that for me. So. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. And yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm glad it could help. So I guess my, my first question and, and all that would be to you, maybe as you watch the free hour training, or maybe it was once you purchased the, the bundle and watched our, training videos, but what was the big breakthrough to you that helped you study differently? What were like the big things that changed? Big breakthrough was the study process and watching all those, taking a second to analyze, to watch your videos, to learn there is a different way to study. Like just remember I had told you, I never took that pause to reanalyze everything in 2018. I just Mm -hmm. kept going forward with the same way that everyone was doing it, that the program was telling me. And for your review and what really helped was you broke it down on how 
to study effectively and efficiently every day, like hours wasting watching these videos, hours and then yeah. rewatching these videos and taking like for me, like that was just such a waste of time for me. And I'm not saying I'm sure it helps other people, but the way you broke it down, like you wake up early before work, you do two hours of studying, an hour and a half of multiple choice on the new topic, 30 minutes of review on everything you've learned. I had like never been re-reviewing for those for, yeah. for the period of time. And re-review is like so important. And like you had phrased it so well in one of your videos, you're like, listen, the test is multiple choice and Sims. Practice what the test is, which is the multiple choice. And I was just like, <laughs> duh, like what was I doing yeah. before? And and it was just a matter of like re just rearranging my study schedule. Like in the morning, I'd wake up like two and a half hours before work, which we're, we're working from home for the most part. So it's like, oh, well, that that helped also like, you know, not saving on commute time. But I would have just used the commute time to listen to your to your audios. Mm -hmm. I think it was just the study process. And what I found worked for me was, OK, you wake up early every day during the week, Monday through Friday before work. You do an hour and a half. Let me let me pause, because one of the people that I listened to on your podcast the night before, they'd actually read your notes on the section that they were about to study for the next day. So I picked mm -hmm. that up through listening to one of the podcasts and I'm like, okay, so night before I printed out your notes, which your notes are like the most amazing notes in the world. First of all, it breaks it down. Like so simple, like we're having a conversation versus me getting lost in a book and like falling asleep because I forgot what I read two seconds ago. Like yeah. the way your notes are laid out, like I, those saved me like two weeks before I'd be reading those notes and I'd be writing my, my comments and I would just understand the process better. So I, the night before I don't do heavy studying at night, just because, you know, after a long day and this and that. Yeah. So I would do like maybe 30 minutes to an hour of just like reading and maybe making some note cards, but very light work, you know, like hanging out on the couch and doing these things. Mm -hmm. The morning I would do the two hours, one and a half hours, taking those multiple choice questions again and again. So that, that would be my Becker, right? I'd still use the multiple choice for that. And I do an hour and a half of learning that new concept and just taking, I would take them in, in the 30 questions, because usually the CPA is around the 30 questions. And I would just yeah. try to mimic very, like, again, that's something that you had spoke about. It's just trying to mimic what you're going to do on test day. So I do those, I go through it and then I go through and I'd review it because I'd want to try to focus on time, even though I was learning it, like I'd try to incorporate that. And then I do the 30 minutes, like literally 30 minutes of review. So that was probably, again, 30 questions of re-reviewing of everything. And then another thing you had mentioned, it's you have to be all in for this. And I don't think mentally I was ever all in where, like you had said, like you try to, instead of going to your apps and this and that, you go to the super fast. And I would be doing, you know, like take five minutes from break, do five questions of super fast, take five minutes. Go do like the dishes or the laundry and listen to a podcast. Like I started to use my time so much more effectively after listening to all of your lectures and learning all these like tips and tricks. Like you would think that it, it'd be second nature, but you know, after trying to study for these for so long, but it's just not having the right tools to go to, right? I'm not mm -hmm. going to sit and listen to an hour lecture. Like I can't do that during the workday, but I can go on your app and just do five question bursts, or I can listen to your, you know, your audio is a gr they're great lengths to do something, to take a little break and go back to it. And then even just doing some questions throughout the day. So like you had said, it's like getting another two hours of studying and during the day, yep. you don't even realize you're doing it. And so it's being more effective. And then at night, I tried to keep it light. I tried to keep it to reading or re-reviewing topics that I had just learned 
but that wasn't every night. And, you know, I definitely want to keep with the advertisement, right? Like you're not only studying, right? I would go to the gym. I'd have dinner for an hour with like family or friends or like my husband, whatever we, we, I would not be studying all the time. But of course, when I got closer to the exam, that's when I'm like, okay, well, one week, two weeks out, I'm going to start doing some multiple choice at night, but that's just like getting very close to it. Mm -hmm. And then over the weekends, like you had suggested, it was like a light four hour, five hours of studying. Like I'd set my goals for the morning. I would study for the morning. And then I, I literally all summer and all fall that I was studying, I'd have plans every Saturday and Sunday. Okay. I'd have plans afternoon, like every weekend, except for the few, like the two weekends leading up to the exam when I'm like, okay, let me really focus. But I was able to do stuff. You know, we were able to take little weekend trips. Like I was still living my life, but I was, I was studying so much more effectively. And then I was able to pass and it it just like the confidence was being built. Right. Right. Because now it's like, you feel like I am learning. I am able to do all these things and I'm going to go to exam day. Like, happy and like again it's all the in the mental health and and the way you look at it i i didn't see studying for the cpa as like this big depressing thing this big dark cloud anymore like i saw it as something i was doing and there was going to be a reward to that when i passed but i was still doing other things so the way i looked at the exam totally changed like thanks to super fast because i literally looked at it like a depressing dark cloud that was always like raining over me and then it, it was just like well, now it's not that anymore. Like, I don't mind waking up early to study because I know that's not what I have to do all day or I don't have to do that all weekend. I can pass and, you know, I can do, I can juggle Mm -hmm. all those things. And I think that's what super fast offers. And for everyone listening, I hope that, you know, you, you (laughs) sign up for it and stuff, because again, like the, uh, the mental health is, was so key for me in particular, and just building that confidence up again. And, really being able to not hate something so much, right? Like there was just so much hate that I had towards this exam and that hate doesn't foster like productivity. It doesn't foster success. It like hinders you from, from all of those things. So it was such a mindset shift. And again, I think that all goes back to the intentions you had us right at the beginning, right? Like it all, it all started, it started so much different. So that, that was like, I guess the gist of how I studied for these exams for I think I took a month and a half for audit and then I did the two months and the two months for reg and far. And so like, if you can count how many times I've taken these exams based on what I was, you know, what I've been telling you, it's a lot of times. Um, And on those, on that last round, like I was able to pass. And so all thanks to the study process, like there, you know, like all thanks to everything that you have, your tools were just meant for people that want to be, that are working and want to have like a life versus that mindset of, Hey, I'm in college, I'm studying. And all I'm going to do is, is use this program and, and pass. So yeah. yeah. Can't thank you enough. Thank gosh. <laughs> thank <laughs> gosh that you have this. Oh yeah. That is uh that's awesome to hear. I love hearing people's detailed stories. Like, uh, I wasn't even really the, I don't know, the point of starting the podcast in the beginning. Okay. And then I had the idea of, I should be interviewing some of our customers that have passed. And then I quickly realized there's all these just cool stories out there from people, just whether they passed within a few months or people struggled for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it it really is just about getting a study process that you can tell is working because when you just feel like you're 
progressively more confused as time goes on and you're putting in hours every day. Oh my God. You're having to battle yourself daily just to sit down and, yes. you know, take more punishment. Yep. And then the study tools, we created these literally for what I wished I would have had because yeah. I, you know, I took far the first time and failed it the one time. And by then I had started my job of public accounting and the way I viewed it was, okay, I have two, two good hours in the morning. I'm worthless for studying after work. So I'm not even going to try that. Right. So two hours in the morning, what can I do in two hours to go straight to what's important anyways? Yeah. And then the tools I used my phone and I had some stuff, but the audios were too long, Yeah. you know, like 50 hours of audio. So it's hard to even <laughs> no get way. through it once. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all about repeat exposure. And so right. we keep the notes really simple. The questions, we make them easy to do on the go. So you don't have to try to switch to your calculator app or yeah. anything. So yeah, uh, you, the thing I was going to ask, I could tell just from how you rattled off exactly the process, you went in after and you watched all the strategy videos, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, were they called, so when you got it, were they still called the study hacks videos or were study they hacks. pro course? Study okay. hacks. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, no, watched all those. And like I said, it was really taking that time. I didn't jump right like i purchased your program but it's not like i jumped right to listening to all you know like i didn't i didn't make that same mistake because you had those videos on like even just how to study right like those aren't mm -hmm. on other like programs right like they're not teaching you how they're just like here's the information you do it this way and i think the study hack videos like i really just sat there and i made a plan for myself before jumping into anything and i took my notes and you know you talked about the different ways how are you how can you study here are all the tools that i have to to offer you and how people have used them and and i think you had been doing podcasts at that time so i had listened to a couple of yeah. of your stories with which i find super helpful as well because I, whether or not i knew i would ever share on super fast i was so thankful that other people were because i was finding very similar trends and patterns people that i connected my experience connected with more versus what i was exposed to when I was at school, right? Like yeah. it's, there's more than just one way. And I think a sp super fast really, you know, opened our eyes to that. And, and that's what I hope that people are are learning from, you know, listening to the podcast and listening to the then study hack, you know, videos and, and now what you have them. And um, like everything you said, like I used every tool that was on super fast CPA, because when I made that investment, you know, I'm like, obviously, okay, I'm gung ho. I'm going to pass like the amount of time and money that I've spent with these exams. Like this is going to be it. Like I'm going to pass these exams. And I wanted to make sure I utilized everything that you had to offer. So I literally, like I had super fast right on my home screen. Like you said, it's so yeah. easy. Uh, like, again, just to reiterate, it's so easy. Like even if I went to the gym and I signed up for a class and I was there 10 minutes early, I opened up that app and I would do five questions. It was so easy to do that because it was art. Everything that you have is laid out for that simplicity of just, you don't have to think behind it. You just can jump right into it. Like your videos are between sure, like six minutes, as short as six minutes on some of those lessons, but as long, you know, it could be up to 10 to 15 minutes, but that's not an hour and a half of listening to something, right? Like yeah. I can be, doing laundry, making lunch and, and listening and learning. And I, I think I will say, I probably listened to your audio notes three or four rounds each exam, just, just in the, in the monotony of every day of doing things. And yeah. I'm like, so I listened to all of your lessons 
15 lessons three to four times. Like that's again, like you said, it's the repetition and it's sinking in. And, and like by the fourth time I can, I could explain just like you were explaining to me everything that I had learned because I had listened to it. And again, I was doing the questions and I just, it's again, like keep going back to the mental health. It's all about that confidence that you're building. And I think with super fast, it helps build that maybe shattered confidence that, or whatever had happened the last time you tried to take these exams. I think this is just such a great program to build that confidence back up, to be ready to take these exams because, you know, this is no easy feat, like a 50% uh, failure rate, success rate. Like this is a, it's a very hard exam. And, and to know that there is a tool that's made specifically, like, like you had said, you failed far and you made this tool. How can I study in those two hours before? Like, you know, it's just, God, it's just so amazing. I, I mean, I always say that it's amazing. And I'm so happy. I, I didn't skip that YouTube ad that one day when it, it came up on my screen. And I'm just so happy because I would not, I would tell you right now, if I didn't listen to that, and I'm very upset that I'd say it, I probably wouldn't have gone back to try to pass this exam for, I don't know who knows how long, if even ever, just because I had such a negative, a negative association with it, with, you know, the failure and all the time spent. And it was just not something I, you know, I had gone through so much, like I, I was getting so much anxiety and stress. And I'm just like, why am I, why do I want to keep doing that to myself? Like you said, mm -hmm. like, you don't want to sit and open your computer and feel all those things again and again, every single day, like looking at it in that sense, but super fast, like totally shifted my mindset. And it wasn't, it was just a part of my daily activities. It wasn't that thing that I dreaded anymore. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I think with FAR, when I went to study for FAR, that was my last one. I started to feel that again. I'm like, oh my God, I hate FAR. Like so much. That one was very hard for me, but, but again, with, with super fast, I was able to pass all of those before in December. I took my last exam in December and I got my results before the 31st and I had passed and, um, I, oh my God, I got a 75 on far. <laughs> oh my God. I I'm still getting nervous thinking about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I got a seven, but that's what I, I, I passed. Right. I, I jumped the, the six, seven, eight points that I needed to, to get, you know, and I think you even, you even pointed out there's different study processes for where you're scoring, right? If you're scoring between the 70 and the 75 range, you had videos on that, like how mm -hmm. you can study. But then, if, and that's where I studied because I was always scoring pretty much like in that range. But then you had, okay, if you're scoring under 70 or I, whatever percentage it was, if you're scoring in this range, this is how, you know, you should be studying. This is like what I recommend. So I thought that was very helpful as well because people fall on different ranges of the spectrum, right? Like if you're just making it, yeah. but not enough, what is that extra bit that you need to be doing? Do you, you don't want to overstudy, but you don't want to understudy. So you had that all laid out very well. Um, I forgot about that until we were talking about scores. That was also really cool. Yeah, it's uh, there are kind of just I won't get into all that. But yeah, b based on where somebody's scoring, but from my point of view, there's just there's specific things they're not they're missing in their study process. Right. So I can say, OK, you should be focusing on this if you're barely missing the scores then it's just a more specific, uh, basically all you would need at that point is more practice on exactly what you'll be doing on what? test day. So the way yeah. to study is sets of 30 sets of five to seven practice. Yeah. And then. So before the first year and a half or whatever, did you have a form of taking notes or making flashcards? And then after you, you watched okay. our videos, did that change? What was your process for 
putting things in your own words, whether it was like traditional notes or flashcards? How'd you do that? Yeah, so with Becker, it was just very standard. I think the the note cards came in the bundle that I, I was able to get. So I didn't make any note cards. And the only notes I took were the same notes that they were telling you to take on the videos, underlining, mm. circle, mnemonics, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I say that, like, I mean, I'm sure it was great, you know, and again, people have used that and been successful, but it was very like standard and process and nothing to like, I wasn't doing it for me. I was just doing it to follow along, um, yeah. you know, using the note. And again, the note cards had like paragraphs on it. So I ended up not even using them half the time because I'm just like, like, it was just so daunting. It was just so much, you know, and it wasn't simple. So I, I would go through the note cards and you know, whatever, but I, I didn't do that like religiously. And I didn't like the notes in the book. I never went back to notes in the book because that meant rereading. Like, and, and if I would reread, I would like fall asleep or I couldn't pay attention because just like the focus of like those huge pages and this, like just everything about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, Oh my God, it was, it was a lot. And it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Like it wasn't yeah. effective for me again. I'm sure it's effective for other people it was not effective for me. And then when I switched over to super fast, and this approach, and I, you had mentioned it in, um, in the videos too. It's, I started writing note cards only for hard topics that I didn't understand in my own words. And that was that. And then at night, okay. So at night I would do the reading, right? Like the pre-reading. And then I'd like take 10 minutes again, nothing crazy, but like laying in bed, whatever, just going through the note cards. And, and basically they were just, it was just me talking to me on note cards. That's all it yeah. was. It wasn't anything crazy. Maybe some mnemonics, right? Like those were things that, you know, came from lectures or things I heard, but it was just me talking to me on my note cards. And just, again, that repetition of just seeing it. And, and so I created my own note cards with super fast. And then your notes were so great that I'd actually, I would underline and highlight and circle and like make notes to your notes in your notes. Like I like it would, but again, it wasn't anything. It was stuff that I could easily go back to and read because it just, it wasn't hard. Like it just wasn't hard to do that. Like, it's not like it was 30 pages to explain one concept, right? It was, yeah. you, you were explaining concepts in sentences and maybe pair, maybe the, in far, you had a couple where it took up the whole page, but it was just so much like easier to embrace the study method with your program. And I think I will say, I forgot to mention in the study process, the two weeks before like each exam on the weekends, like on Saturday and Sunday, I'd read through all of your notes in like one or two sittings, like Saturday, I take a couple hours, like a couple hours and Sunday, like the notes were, it wasn't a lot. Right. And I, I, that mean that means I've re I like reread your notes the first time the night before studying. So I'd already read through your notes once. And then the two weekends before I would read through them two more times. And that's like, that's like getting through a whole book, but I'm just getting through your notes and I'm able to do that in a, in a couple hour sittings. Right. And so yep. I would read my notes in your notes again. Like it, it'd be me taking like, okay, Lucia, this is how, you know, this works. And it was so simple for me to just get through all of this material because it was just so condensed to like everything I needed. Right. I didn't need to be reading 30 pages on one concept that wasn't even tested on the exam. You know, like yeah. it was just not, it was just not effective. And this was just very effective. So I did, I brought those note cards and I did the notes within your notes. But again, it wasn't anything that scared me to read because everything was just so compact and like just hitting the points of what I needed. And then I will say for the Sims, because I, I hadn't talked about the Sims, but 
Sims were always like the, the weaker area. That's where I never passed, right? Like I, I did normally, you know, decently well on multiple choice, but it was the Sims. And I think with super fast, your notes helped explain those hard topics that I just could not understand from videos and from the, the books that I was using before. And that was just a matter of, yeah, I still use Becker to do practice simulations, but I would go to your notes to try to understand it. You know, even like some of the multiple choice that you'd have in like explanations, like it, it was just so much simpler and easier for me to grasp concepts with the material that you provided versus the material that I was using before. Um, and of course I would recommend st studying with a friend. I had a friend who was also studying for FAR at the same time. And we both, you know, would sit there and like read your notes and try to, you know, we, we take our Becker book out and then we'd close it. We're like, oh my God, I just don't under, I just don't get it. So we would use your notes and we talk things out loud through it. And that was the way we were able to get through the Sims, especially for FAR. The Sims were always really hard. Uh, I never did well on those, but it was just your notes explain concepts so well. And so we were able to just talk about it, understand it, and then we were able to pass. I mean, I still remember going to farm being like, what is this? Like, I, yeah, how do they right. always do this to me? Like, you think I know everything by now. I have all my notes. I'm like super confident. And there are still those things that come up and you're just like, like, what, how, how am I going to pass? But then, you know, you end up, you end up passing. So yeah, that, that's what I did. The note cards and the notes. Yeah. Uh, it's just, that was a key thing. I don't know where I got the idea, but, uh, after I failed far, I would, to make sure I was understanding things, I would explain it out loud to myself. And obviously yes. that's in one of our the yeah. pro videos or the study hacks videos, because what I think what most people do is, yeah, they're just throwing time at this. That's really like their only weapon is just, I must got to spend more time. Right. And uh, they'll do questions and then they read the explanation and they'll read that explanation from someone else's brain, you know, right. and they'll think, okay, yeah, I get it. But then the next time they see a question on the Still topic, don't get it. <laughs> they really don't get it. Yeah. yeah. And putting things in your own words is really the only way to make sure that you understood something. So, yeah, no, definitely. So tell me more about your, you would save two weeks. It sounds like before you actually took an exam. So how did you treat those two weeks? So those two weeks that, so that means I already went through, let's say the month that I did to go through everything and, you know, like everything, learning everything. Those two weeks were strictly 30 question reviews, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, till I was blue in the face. Just keep looking yeah. at questions. The more, the better. And of course, like I would be strategic about it. If there were areas that I was always scoring a little bit weaker in, I would do maybe like three or four on that. And then I would, but I would always keep that re-review in. I throw in a 30 question with every, all the lessons, right? Like all the units. And I would always make sure to like, like the way I had it is every day of the week, I would write down in my planner. Okay. Like I want to focus on module one and two on this day, three and four, five and six. And, and like, I would spend that time in the morning, the hour and a half, instead of doing learn, you know, learning, it'd be focusing on those two modules or that one module and just doing 30, 30, 30, 30. And again, it went a lot easier on the material I did know, right? Cause I'd be like, oh, this yeah. is an easy day. I'm gonna go hang out with people that night because I know that material, like I'm still gonna put in the time and do all those questions, but those are like reward days. And I throw them in there because it's like, well, I know these lessons really well. 
So that night I'm going to go do something, you know, go, I don't know, whatever it was that I was doing versus the days that I knew, okay, this material I'm a little iffy on, I'm going to study in the morning, but at night, only the two weeks, again, not, not like the whole time, but those, those nights I will put in some more and another, and again, it's not crazy. I would put in another hour, maybe like hour and a half, like two hours tops, because I, I just, again, it's not effective for me. I'd rather wake up early and study, but I wasn't putting in like crazy time after dinner. It was just, you know, more, more time, I guess, to make myself feel like, okay, I'm just seeing this stuff more. I'm working through more questions, especially mm-hmm. leading up to the exam. So those two weeks were strictly re-review weekends. I'd read your notes. I'd always, again, I'd be listening to your audio at any chance that I had. And it was just more questions, more questions. And the, the one thing that I would say is for Sims that those would be like my weekend things to do Sims. I never studied for Sims during the week because that would just make me sad if I had to do that. Like I just could not do that. I said, Sims are weekend on the weekends. I have more time. I don't have the stress from work. Like, you know, like I want to use my week again. It's all about using your time effectively during the week. I want to f- focus on my multiple choice on the weekends. I have a little bit less stress, a little bit less pressure, a little bit more time to study. You know, maybe every weekend I focused on like one really hard, like topic of Sims and especially leading up to the exam in those two weeks, I would say I dedicated like maybe two hours a day or maybe two or three hours on each Saturday and Sunday, just to work through reading those notes, understanding, working through problems. I'd call my friends and we'd talk about it out loud. Like I definitely made time for the Sims because I didn't want that to be something that I still couldn't pass, right? Like multiple choice, I was getting a lot of that practice and I was learning a lot for the Sims, but the Sims definitely require... I talk to people that go in there and they're like, well, I don't know this topic, but I probably won't get a Sim on it. And like that thought gives me anxiety because I want (laughs) to be as prepared as I can So that nothing gets thrown to me. And even when I am prepared, something is still thrown to me that I'm like, how in the world did I not study this? Like when I thought I studied everything. So I would say definitely give Sims the chance, but that's something that I spent the weekends doing because again, your method is all about not making this seem like it's so terrible. And so like using your time effectively. And so I switched the way, like, again, I looked at everything. And so you know, it didn't, it didn't make me as upset to study on a weekend for Sims. Cause I'm like, well, I got time and I have plans at like four o'clock. So I have all day. If I, you know, I was waking up at like eight or nine, I wasn't waking up early on weekends. Like I was really just studying was just a part of my routine. It wasn't the only thing I was doing yeah. that. Like that is the big thing about super fast and all the materials you provide. It, it like makes studying a part of your routine. It's just, it's not something that takes your whole life away from you, which you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how people, you know, do that. And, and maybe that, you know, maybe that's why some people give up and like, don't continue. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Um, so after, you know, where it was a big struggle, especially the first year and a half, Yeah. how happy were you to get your fourth passing score? Well, like, what'd you do to celebrate? You, okay. I, I was, I still didn't think it was real. I think for like a week and a half after I got my last score, I was like, wait a second, something's up. Like something's going to happen. They're going to tell me my BEC score didn't roll forward. Like I was just like, I I just could not believe that after. So I say it's, it was a three-year journey, but like I took some time off, but after all of 2018, half of 2019 and all of pretty much all of 2020, like it was just so weird. And of course I was like, 
beyond excited and more so I was just more relieved and like happy and content. Like I will always go back to mental health. I'm just glad like it was just such a big burden mentally because it's like, you know, facing failure again and again and again and just overcoming that fear, you know, like it's like, you know, we're passing the CPA. It's a big deal. I mean, it's not like the biggest thing in the world, but it's just such a rewarding feeling to say that you were able to like look fear in the face, look anxiety in the face, uh, you know, like the depression that you felt going mm-hmm. through it and you stuck with it. And again, I only did it because it's super fast. I probably would not have done it otherwise, but you're able to overcome that. And you're just, again, it's waking up every day and, and, and doing these things. And you're, you're finally able to overcome, you know, this big monumental thing that you've been studying for X amount of years. And it's just such a rewarding feeling. And I think, you know, again, just the mental health, you, you were able to accomplish something that was, you know, making you feel all these things and you were just able to overcome that. And it's just that, you know, and you pass the exam, but if anything, like, and now this is a tool that I learned for life, right? Like how to effectively like use time that we have to, to do, to put your mind, if you put your mind to something, you use that time effectively, you can do it. And now, Nate, I'm at a loss. I'm like, what am I going to do with all my time now? It's only been a, it's been a couple of months, but I definitely have been enjoying like, wow, I can watch, you know, I can, I can do a lot more. And now I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing with my time? I'm not using it effectively. So (laughs) thanks a lot. Now I'm just like, what, like, what do I do? Like, what's my next thing and that it, and it makes me excited because if I can overcome something like that for three years like if there's something else that I want to go to next it's just it's just such a nice like fulfilling feeling like if I was able to get through that like you keep that good mental attitude you can you can move forward with you know a lot of other things too so it was just awesome super happy again when I find out found out my last score was a 75 I was like I was so close to blowing it like I was a little I was upset I was just like but it's okay like I passed all is good and it was just super awesome and I wish everyone the best of luck who's studying for these exams like let that be a lesson that like you know however long it's taking you if you really have the right mental again the right mental mindset and the the right tools again, with super fast, you can do it, right? It's, it's just, you have to, you have to be a hundred percent committed. Like you always say, you have to be all in, you have to be all Mm -hmm. in. And, and, you know, with super fast, I was able to be all in, but still enjoy myself. And that's just, that's what did it for me. That's why, you know, I use super fast and I tell everyone about it. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate all the, uh, all the nice things you're saying about it. Oh, and I'm glad I'm glad it could help. Oh, my gosh. Yes, definitely. I I talk to even like interns, new hires and stuff. And like if anyone ever talks to me about like CPA, I always say that I'm just like, well, this is what you should be using because that's what helped. And I'm telling you, like, it's so worth it. So I will continue to be to continue to keep saying that when I'm reminded of my PTSD of the CPA. (laughs) I try not to think about it too much, although I do have it like hanging up and I see it every day. But I'm just like, yeah. That is just wild, but it, you know, it's over and I hope it'll yeah. be over for everyone else soon. Just keep, keep pushing and listen yeah, to that's... Nate. He knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the big thing is, uh, everyone, you know, starts the process for, to make more money, to have better career opportunities. But, but once you start studying and realize what it's really like, 
it quickly becomes the only thing you care about is just getting done. Yeah, no, of course. I think they were able to gather how many times I took the exam without me maybe saying it outright. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was a lot. It was a lot. But thank you again for creating. How long has Superfast been around? I don't even. So it's probably been, it's like seven or eight now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. So I was working at an accounting firm. What I did originally was I was not like you were like in the honor segment or, or whatever yeah. of your master's. Well, I wasn't. And uh, I got hired with like 12 people at my firm. Okay. And in the, in the master's, you know, I like passed and everything. But I was definitely not one of the kids always answering the questions yeah, yeah, yeah. that had gone above and beyond on the homework and just, yeah. there were some sharp kids. Like, yeah. anyways, so we started the firm and after a few months, I was by far the first one that like finished. Okay. And so people were asking me what I had done anyways. So originally I posted like a blog post about okay. in detail, everything I had done and it kind of went semi-viral through Facebook back then. Yeah. This must have been like, I guess if I said seven, I don't know, 2013 or so. Okay. So then people were like, well, did you have any, did you have notes? And just from there, so I took a few weeks, wrote the notes, right? Uh, the first version of them, and they were a okay. lot shorter than they are now. That's how the whole thing So you started. passed the exam before a bunch of these smart, you know, like these really smart top of the class, you know top of the line right and then they're like oh my god what is this guy's secret <laughs> yeah. that's crazy yeah that's kind awesome of. yeah well i'm glad thank goodness that that happened let me tell you <laughs> i would not have i would not have passed that's for sure so i appreciate it and i will continue to share the story and to share super fast and you know let people know i'm always doing that yeah well i appreciate that well it was great to meet you and uh yeah. to hear your story and Congrats on being done. I'm, I'm glad it could help. Thank you. Take care. We'll talk soon. Bye. Have a good day. So that was the interview with Lucia. I'm sure you found that very helpful. Again, she just had a lot of really good tips and strategies and just from a motivation standpoint, just hearing her confirm the fact that it is possible to study less each day, make the study process much more simple than what most people are out there trying to do, and it will work better as long as you have the correct strategic approach nailed down. So again, I would just highly recommend if that sounds attractive to you to take the time to register for one of these free one hour trainings because this is stuff you will not hear anywhere else or at the very least not in one cohesive strategy all put together that just kind of guides you through how all parts of the study process should work to make the maximum amount of progress in as little time as possible. So again, go to our homepage, superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. Choose a time that works for you and then don't miss it. Second thing I would mention is if you found these helpful, if you found any of the episodes helpful, just take a second, be a good friend or a colleague or coworker anyone else you know that's working on the CPA exams, share the podcast with them, you know, share your favorite episode that you've heard. And these really are the most helpful free resource available anywhere for people trying to figure out their own study process. 
And then if you have time, it would be great if you found these helpful, if you could take a second, find the podcast in the podcast app where you listen to these, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is, leave a rating and review. We would appreciate that. So thank you for listening and we will see you on the next episode.